the Iowa baseball team still has life. The Hawkeyes defeating North Carolina for the second time in as many days. Well, second time, I should say, in three days with a 6-5 to five win. And uh, certainly, it wouldn't be Iowa baseball in June without a little bit of drama. And Iowa's had drama in every single game it's competed in this weekend in this regional. They find a way in 13 hard-fought innings to close the door on a pesky North Carolina squad in spite of yet another struggle through the 8th and ninth innings. The Hawkeyes leading this one, what was it, 5? I have to go back to the, the uh, box score. Um, I want to say it was 5-4, to four, right? It was actually, no, excuse me, 5-2. to two. Five to two, I believe, heading into the eighth. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong on that. I'm I gotta pull up the uh, official box score here. Five to two heading into the eighth, I believe. Uh, North Carolina and during that eighth inning come back with a uh, another shot in the ninth, if I have this correct. And uh, we had two uh, extras, and it took again 13 whole innings. And boy, what a, a big decision by Rick Heller and company. I know there's been some criticism about Rick and, and the coaching staff's decision to pull Brody Brecht yesterday when they did. Um, you know, I, I don't know if that was the right decision or not. You know, hindsight's 2020, but what do they do today? They send in six foot six Blake Guerin, the true freshman from Shoreview, Minnesota, as a pinch hitter in that 13th inning. And what does he do but uh, singles to left field, which uh, set up the RBI that uh, Michael Seegers was able to capitalize on. And uh, boy, Michael Seegers, big play in the bottom of the 13th as well um, with the arm. And and, and they mentioned, you know, I mean, you heard, uh, you've heard a lot of praise toward Michael Seegers. I don't know that he's had the best regional in the world, but uh, boy, makes big plays offensively, defensively when they need him to. And the Hawkeyes survive and make it six, uh, on a final score of six to five and make this, Somewhat of a conversation now. Uh, according to Danon Hughes and company on the ESPN Plus broadcast, not expected to have this uh, evening game pushed back at all. You wonder with extra innings, how does the NCAA treat that? Uh, I don't know who's calling the shots in these individual regionals and, and times and extra innings and whatnot, but apparently they're going to be on the field again in less than two hours. Um, so how does Iowa respond? That's That's a question mark, of course. But uh, give this team credit. They're fighting, folks. And it's just nice to say that they're not out of it, right? Uh, they're they're in the regional final. They got to beat Indiana State twice. Remember, they got to beat them twice. That's how crucial that loss was last night to the Sycamores. If they win tonight, they'll then play them again tomorrow night, which means they'll get almost 24 hours of rest, which is good news. But I think the tall order is going to be able to get to Monday by winning this evening. Let's get to our first caller. Drill MVP is on the line. Drill MVP, welcome to the show. Hey, Corey, how you doing this afternoon? Doing all right, man. A good day of baseball. And uh, uh, yeah, I think Spot in the chat here, he puts it perfectly. I think I'm pitching the next game because I don't know. I don't know who else is. Uh, I don't know. Who, I don't know who's pitching this game. Uh, Christofferson threw enough. Uh, you know, you think it's going to be a bullpen game. Christofferson threw how many innings there at the end? Uh, I don't think Brody Brecht is bouncing back in a, what, a day and a half's rest. Uh Ty Langenberg threw a lot today. Obviously, he's not going to be pitching. And Marcus Morgan, I would expect him to not be uh, available either. So the bullpen's going to have to step up. I would expect to see plenty of uh, Llewellyn, um, 
Whitlock uh, had his moments today where he struggled. But uh, anyways, I'm doing okay spot or a uh, drill MVP, but uh, uh, we'll see what I say in a few hours. Well, I get that. But you know what? If they got eliminated for then this game, then there would have been no worries about any of that. So this is a good problem to have, Corey, okay? It is a good it's, problem to have. I mean, look, there's plenty of teams, nationally ranked teams, Clemson, Auburn, Oklahoma State, that would love to have this problem. You know why? Because they ain't playing. Because they're eliminated. So consider yourself fortunate. Listen, you got to duct tape it. This is what college baseball is about. Speaking of eliminated, are the uh, Wildcats still involved? Kentucky? Uh, yeah, they beat West Virginia in elimination game 10-0. Okay, so, I did see they were playing West Virginia in the elimination game. but So so that means West, then Kentucky's advancing to the regional final as well, correct? But they yes, gotta, they got to beat Indiana twice. They gotta, Iowa's got to beat Indiana State twice. Uh, Kentucky's got to beat Indiana twice. Yes. Fascinating. But we've got home court advantage, unlike you all. True. Yeah, that, that's... Uh, that Terre Haute crowd was impressive yesterday, and it's going to be no less impressive tonight. Uh, oh, yeah. And I will say this. If you watched any of that game, I don't know if you did last night, your MVP, but you know that, that that's a game Iowa absolutely let slip away. And, you know, obviously my big question mark is, you know, who's pitching? Uh, can they get nine good innings out of their bullpen? I, I, that's a big question mark. It's a bullpen's been up and down this regional um, but the bottom line is uh, they've been average, I think, uh, with the with their bats. I, I, I think overall hitting hitting could be better this evening. If Iowa can probably get to six or seven runs, um, Indiana State has not been uberly impressive, especially for the first through the first seven innings. They've been almost non-existent. You go back to that Wright State game; they should have lost to Wright State, should have lost to Iowa. Had to you know use two big eighth innings in each of those games uh, in order to make the comeback. So. Should be a fascinating one. I just hope Iowa has legs. I hope. Well, I hope they have arms as well, Corey. And arms. Well, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, if Iowa does get completely blown out of Indiana State, then they were gassed. But I think if we look back and Iowa were to lose to Indiana State, it's going to be that eighth, ninth inning pitching that's really done them in. I mean, they could have closed this game in the bottom of the ninth, but they gave up that solo home run. And, you know, eventually you got to pay your debts back in college baseball. And I'm afraid with the way Iowa, I don't want to say it's been playing carelessly, but been giving up runs in the eighth and ninth inning has been, it's just not a good way to play baseball. Like they did it to North Carolina the first game. They did it to Indiana State yesterday. They did it today against North Carolina. I mean, these things are going to add up. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, what is that? I mean, without even watching the games, if, if you're hearing a common theme that Iowa's having issues in postseason play in the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, specifically defensive issues, what does that tell you? It tells me that you've got r- three really good starters, check, and a bullpen that is not quite as good as maybe we thought. Right. I mean, you need a closer. Th- right now, uh, it's a different guy every night, and they've they've – kind of found a way to piece this thing together with the exception being yesterday. But, uh, you know, it's been Luke Llewellyn some nights. I mean, today I thought Christofferson pitched pretty well once he got in a, kind of in a groove there. Obviously, he was really solid through the extras. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's the one big question mark is, I guess maybe going by committee in this this next game might serve him well because Rick Heller and company can kind of feel out the pitching staff and or fill out the pitching lineup and just see who's who's feeling it because it's been someone different every day. But uh, 
consistency has been a problem in this regional. They they sh- they should be on the other end of this. It should be Indiana State that has to win three straight. But exactly, exactly. But I was been and listen. They've been playing with their food a little bit, Corey. And when you play with their food, sometimes you know unexpected things happen. That's right. I, I mean, I was getting to the point. I think they might use a starter as a closer for just the ninth inning. I mean, that's where they might have to go with it. I again, not being a I've said this every show I do it. Not being a baseball guy, I don't know how logical or feasible that is that they send in a Marcus Morgan as a closer. I just, I don't know. I mean, is that re? Is that does that happen? Does that well, happen? I know uh, Clayton Kershaw a few years ago did it in postseason baseball. So if one of the best of all time can do it, well, what what is Kentucky? Where's Kentucky? I mean, you, who who are they sending out tonight? I mean, this is oh, uh, we got tons of depth, but we're doing it basically. By committee. That's the way Kentucky's done it all year. We're we're a depth team. We're we don't yeah. have that one star player. We don't have a Paul Skies well, or be, a Paul Sykes of LSU. Okay, but we've just got a bunch of B plus to B pitchers. Yeah, the point is these are the types of uh, times postseason play where you have to play four or five games in a weekend that uh, you'd rather that extensive depth perhaps than just your star aces because I always got. I mean, I, I'd say Marcus Morgan, Brody Brecht, and. Uh, Ty Langenberg all put, pitched very well over these last three games, but they've they're narrowly two and one. I mean, they're almost three zero, but they're also almost one and two or zero and three. So it's just hard when you have uh, a bullpen that's just been up and down. The numbers state that the bullpen is one of the better in the Big Ten, but not to be. The, I mean, we're we're going up against. You're obviously facing large competition in this tournament, and. Uh, you know, the inconsistency is going to bite you. Oh, yeah, you're exactly right. If you want another silver lining, Corey, before I go, uh, TCU okay. is beating the absolute soul out of Arkansas right now. So, And I, I haven't been following. That, that's obviously a regional I should be following, but I'm assuming, let's see, so TCU, uh, is is Arkansas in an elimination game? No, they, they got rained out. Okay, so, all right. They're playing the one oh game. TCU last I saw was up fourteen to one in the third inning. So so Arkansas could be in a position like Iowa here in a few a few hours. Right. And that's gonna get rid of that team. So I don't know what happens if both national seeds lose. I don't know who hosts. Great question. Yeah. Good question. Anyway, Corey, that's all I've got to you. Good luck to Iowa. Good luck in beating them sycamores. Thank you, Drill MVP. We'll talk to you later. All right, let's get to our next caller. Thank you for calling from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Who's on the line? Hey, Corey. This is Alan here in Charlotte. How are you doing? Doing good, Alan. How are you? Um, not really a college baseball fan, but this weekend I had a chance to watch a couple of games. I actually watched my hometown Charlotte team beating Clemson and knock them out of the tournament. Um, one question on the Iowa team and one college baseball question just out of the blue. Um, I know Maryland beat Iowa to win the Big Ten championship. Why did they send them to Wake Forest? And they got absolutely screwed what happened last night, but that that bothers me. That boggles my mind. That's the first thing. Good question. I, I, Alan, yet, I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blow smoke. I, I have no idea. I have no idea what the seating process the seating process is obviously different than basketball. And you're right. It, do, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Maryland was a clear number one. They re- won the regular season Big Ten crown. They won the postseason Big Ten crown. So I, why they got sent to uh, to win, what was it Winston Salem? I have no idea. Winston Salem. 
And what they did to them last night was criminal. I mean, they, they had to sit through a five-hour rain delay and start that game at 11 o'clock at night, which is nuts what they did to them. And now they're playing right now in an elimination game, and they're losing to George Mason. So Iowa got a huge break to go to Terre Haute. And my point on Iowa, and I give Rick Heller a lot of credit because I knocked him yesterday uh, with the bullpen choices, but I think he went to bed last night knowing, you know what, I'd rather ride with my big starters. So I think in the back of his mind, he was thinking to himself, you know what, I think I would have given Brecht another inning based on what he did today with Langenberg. So Langenberg went 124 today. Brecht went 108 yesterday. And I think it's a big problem going in the next two games because they have absolutely no pitching. So now it's just bullpen by committee. I can see, I could see Brecht maybe giving him an inning, maybe two today, maybe. But again, I give Heller credit. He learned from his lesson from yesterday. Again, if you have star pitchers, you got to ride them as long as you can. So you you think, Alan? You you do think that today's decision was a reaction to regret from last Absolutely. night? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. There is no doubt in my mind because again, the bullpen was terrible on Friday. The bullpen was bad yesterday, and again, the bullpen was bad today. I mean, Christopherson really saved their bacon in the in the extra innings. But there's no doubt in my mind he was going to ride Langenberg until he could not throw another pitch. So there is no doubt that he ran. He he threw him out there. I mean, he had a, he could have thrown him for another five ten pitches. He didn't. Thank God. But again, there is no doubt that was a reaction to what happened to his bullpen yesterday. Look, so look, I think he were. I was just going to say, real quick, Alan, I was just going to say, Luke Llewellyn saved the day on Friday. So let's. He did. Let's acknowledge no, that, first of all, because they're probably not even here right now if it wasn't for him coming in. And basically, I don't know how many pitches he threw late in that game, but. Uh, Enough to get them out of some some deep trouble. They were in deep trouble in that game on Friday against the Tar Heels. Yes. Again, they they. I, I'm telling you one thing. I I think in the back of his mind after that loss yesterday, the the loss to Indiana State, he was like, I gotta ride my star. I have to ride my star. And I don't think he rode him enough. I mean, I know 108 pitches and in seven innings for a power pitcher is extremely tough. You don't want to go another inning, but sometimes in a tournament like this especially if you get through this regional and you get a week off, you got to throw him another inning. You have to. And I think that's exactly what they did today. So my, and my question it pans out. Alan, my question to you then is, is, is you're predicting that perhaps we see Brody for a few pitches tonight. Do we see I, the other start? Do we see Marcus Morgan for a few pitches tonight? I would not be surprised if both guys get in today. Okay. No, don't, I, I don't, I'm not sure about that. Uh, but I would not be surprised if both guys pitched today. I think it's a lesson they learned from yesterday. Again, when you have three really good starters, you got to ride them, especially with their bullpen. I mean, they're, they're, they're running on fumes right now when it comes to pitching. Uh, and one thing about TCU, I had a chance to watch them. A kid named Trey Richardson hit grand slams in back-to-back innings today. That's crazy. And... In my opinion, I think if TCU and Iowa get through, I can see Iowa hosting next weekend Super Regionals. I absolutely could. But is that is that based on criteria, Alan? Because I heard Drill MVP ask the question earlier. Is that based on? Is there a process that you're aware I, of? I'm not aware of the process for 
hosting if that happens. I think it's bank. I think it's bank. I think it's based on overall ranking, and I think Iowa might be a little bit ahead of TCU. Okay, I'm not sure about that. I know they're that both they're, they're both two seeds in their regionals. They're both two seeds. Right? They are. They are. And I, it could go either way. I think Iowa might get the nod. I'm not sure about that. But again, uh, Arkansas, just they're just getting destroyed today. And having to win three games, especially one this evening, maybe that, that series will have to go another two days. I think that might have to be extended to Tuesday, especially with the rain out yesterday. But uh, it's a gritty win today for Iowa. Again, their bullpen for a third straight game gave us uh, – Hawkeye fans, a lot of heart attacks. But again, they just have to run pitcher to pitcher. I would not be surprised if they throw six or seven pitchers today. But I would not be surprised if both Morgan and Brecht get an inning or an inning and a half today. Absolutely not. And one more thing before I let you go, Alan. I'm not saying you're implying this, but I think we need to make something abundantly clear with this conversation about pitching. I, I don't think it's fair to expect any starter in any one of your three starters to have to log more than seven innings in a game like this. They shouldn't have to. Um, I understand that. And uh, so I get what you're saying. Um, so that's why I felt so bad for Brody Brecht yesterday and had Iowa lost today, I would have felt really bad for Ty Langenberg because I think each of those starters has pitched really well this weekend. But but there's no doubt in my, but there's no doubt in my mind that he extended Langenberg today based could, on what happened yesterday. Yeah. There's no doubt. And And good on him for doing it. I know Langenberg didn't. I mean, once you hit that, what, 110 plateau somewhere in there, that seems yes. to be the cutoff for these guys, and so be it. But I, I, I think, you know, the, buying a little bit extra time for your bullpen and and even if you can get five to ten more pitches out of out of your star, that's right now that's better than what they're getting out of the bullpen as a whole. Absolutely, and I would not be surprised, as I said, I would not be surprised if Brecht gives them an inning or two today, okay? Yeah. I would I, not be, a, I, and again, I think Brecht, and Heller, you could tell when he- when Brecht was taken out yesterday, he was really not that happy that he was taken out after seven innings. I know it was 108 pitches, but again, he's a type of pitcher that wants the ball always. He's a bulldog. And in his mind, he thought he could have gotten given them another inning, and he was not given the opportunity. Luckily, they have another chance against Indiana State in a couple of hours. Yep. Thanks a lot, Corey. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate the call, sir. And one more thing, folks. Uh, I'm not trying to rip anybody specifically. Sam Peterson's got to stop falling down. <laughs> I mean, I, it didn't cost him today, but he's he's done that twice now in postseason play. And you know, you trip is I, I don't know. Again, I'm not a tactician as it relates to base running, but um, that's got to be cleaned up. Whatever's happening, I don't know if it's a footwear issue or what it is. But uh, he is uh, he fell down rounding second in the Big Ten tournament, a big moment, cost him a run. Cost him an opportunity to sack fly. Could have cost him, or what? Well, did cost him a run at first. They ended up getting him in, I believe, on the subsequent at bat. But they've got to figure out a way to fix that. Whatever is going on with Sam Peterson, I like Sam Peterson. He's a Story County guy like myself, and I've got friends of friends of his, and and he's a good kid. But those are those are costly mistakes. Thankfully, it did not come back to bite them today. Um, and how about Ty Langenberg? Let's not remember this. Not only did he throw a bunch of pitches tonight or this afternoon, this morning, he also got hit by a nasty, uh, hit a nasty ball. Uh, what was it? I don't even know what inning it was. And that, that, I can't imagine coming back and pitching as well as he did after that type of a hit. And, uh, 
credit to him. And this is, Iowa's got a really solid trio of starting pitchers. I think we know that by now. Um, the reason I had more confidence about Iowa winning this regional and, and getting out and hopefully going down to Fayetteville now, maybe somewhere else, is because I thought, hey, th- you know, this bullpen is is solid. You look at the uh, you look at the ER- ERAs throughout the the lineup, uh, solid through up and down. And um, unfortunately, no pun intended, they have been up and down in in, in a poor way. So I think we're going to see Lu- see Luke Llewellyn this evening. Um, I don't know what at this point. I don't know. Maybe maybe they get a little out of everybody. I have no idea how they approach this. What do we see from Whitlock? Will we see Christofferson back? I can't imagine you see any. You, I don't, can't imagine you see a wink of Langenberg. That would be very odd. But maybe you see Morgan and Brecht in moments. That I guess that's possible. I guess. But credit to Rick Heller for this. The Blake Guerin uh, move. A guy who hasn't even played much this year comes in. Uh, kind of an odd shot to left field. And uh, Dane and Hughes described it well as a hard shot to uh, judge if you're an outfielder. And as far as depth is concerned, perhaps he got lost in the you know the ball got lost in the sun a bit. But uh, Garen uh, comes in, makes a big play, uh, and then they go with a pinch runner. And as I said earlier, Michael Seegers with the big RBI that won this game in the 13th inning. So they say no harm, no foul, a win's a win. The only thing this does is it does give them less rest. But perhaps it gives them an extra shot of adrenaline. That's their second close win in uh, three days. And their one loss in a close game was to uh, Indiana State last night. So lots of uh, fascinating storylines, folks. And I appreciate all 62 of you who are on here. As I've said time and time again, I'm not claiming to be an expert on uh, baseball. But uh, I've become an Iowa baseball fan over the past several years and Wanted to give everybody a platform and an outlet to be able to uh, converse and talk about this. And hopefully, we'll be talking about an Iowa win this evening. Wouldn't that be great if we can preview an Iowa-Indiana State Monday evening game? And if Iowa somehow wins tonight, uh, barring some crazy injury, um, you know, I I think Iowa's got a great chance of winning Monday because momentum would clearly be in Iowa's favor. Um, I don't know who they'd send to the mound tomorrow, but it will be a fascinating uh, 24 to 36 hours. A couple of things before we uh, say goodbye for now. Lemansky, thank you for the super chat. Lemansky, appreciate that. He says, Corey, thanks for following the Hawks. I've got to thank me. I love doing it. Uh, Casey says, uh, Corey, will we have post game later? That's the plan, Casey. That is the plan. And uh, MFIN, will tonight's game be behind a paywall? Well, post game coverage won't, MFIN. It'll be right here, live after the game. Yes, it will be on ESPN. Plus. If you don't have ESPN, Plus, you can get a free trial relatively uh, at a relatively cheap price so uh, consider doing that big game this evening and uh, it might be the last game of the season they may get one more they may get more than one more they win these next two they're on to the super regional so uh, that will be fun gary thank you for the support as well uh matt horvath i'm assuming that uh i'm assuming that this is not let's see what's what was the kid's name for uh for uh unc his last name was Horvath. That's not a real common name. I'm wondering if there's a connection there. Um, what was his first name? Do this before we're live on the air, right? Mac. 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 Man, eerily close. Uh, eerily close here, uh, Matt. Appreciate the uh, the comment. Yeah, I-, I could see Iowa winning tomorrow if they win tonight. Sure, absolutely. Tonight's going to be the, the, uh, the beast. And belligerents, thank you for being here as well. Um, yes. 
Yes, Mac Horvac. Thank you, uh, Hayden. Appreciate that. All right, folks. Again, final score this afternoon. Hawkeyes survive in advance to the Terre Haute Regional Final, but they got to win two straight against Indiana team, Indiana State team, who's won two straight in this regional and who's hosting and will have a heavy, heavy Sycamore uh, favorite crowd this evening. Again, the Hawkeyes defeating. Why don't I have the? Uh, be nice if I actually had the team they beat on the uh, <laughs> the, the banner here. Iowa defeating the North Carolina Tar Heels six to five. Second win against North Carolina in uh, the last couple of days. The Hawkeyes will face Indiana State, the Sycamores, revenge game tonight at 5 p.m. Central time, so about an hour and a half on ESPN+. Plus. Plan is to be here for post-game coverage later. Be sure to like and subscribe, folks. If you've not done so already, hit the bell here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. And please consider supporting the show by signing up for a free trial of Aura and protect your personal information. Click the link in the description below. You also saw it. I threw it up in the live chat here a few minutes ago, folks. Go Hawks this evening against the Sycamores, and we'll talk to you tonight.